All right. Uh, good afternoon, Kelly. Good afternoon. My name is Jeremiah Thomas. This is the next installment in the Getting to Know Grace podcast. Uh, I'm the pastoral intern here at Grace Presbyterian Church, and Kelly Douglas is the music director. Uh, sort of new, sort of not. You said earlier when we were talking, you came in uh, around o- September. September. I yes. keep wanting to say August, but September. Uh, I said it feels like she's been here forever, just because I guess her uh, her her music leading has just been so good, right? Is it? Um, well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe to start things off, um, uh, could we just get some, some background, uh, on you, how, how you came to grace? Uh, you, you know, did you know about us? Did they know about you? I mean, how did this uh, relationship start? Um, absolutely. I think I just looked up ARP churches and mm-hmm. grace was one of the ones that came up. Yeah. We'd been visiting a lot of churches around Columbia and it just immediately felt like home, like mm. a place that we felt comfortable and we love the people. People reached out to us immediately the first day we came in. And just we honestly were overwhelmed by a sense of just this is the right place for us. Hmm. So I think the first week that I played music in the church, I, as soon as I sat down, I just started bawling because I was so overwhelmed by that sense. Yeah. And so it's been a really neat experience being there. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the the transition was uh, relatively seamless. You know, it, it did seem as if the Lord had uh, had truly guided us. You know, I mean, when we came in, things felt comfortable. They didn't mm-hmm. feel pressed or anything like that. So that was really cool. Absolutely. It just felt like the right place for me. Yeah. So, well, that's great. That's great. Um, you know, stepping back a little ways, uh, could you tell us maybe uh, your testimony or, you know, maybe just some integral parts where the Lord worked in your life, uh, how you came to faith? Absolutely. I think that I became a Christian as a really young kid, probably five years old. And Mm. I remember the sermon had something to do with Christ being a friend who would never leave you and would always forgive you. And I just, that's something that was important to me. Um, even then, as a kid, I was mm-hmm. like, that sounds like an awesome friend. You, know? <laughs> yeah. like, you can do whatever, and he'll forgive you. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so that's still like relevant now and important to me. Um, but I can just remember that. And then ever since, God has just been with me. And hmm. um, that, that's not to say like there are times where I feel, you know, that he's distant. Um, you know, working in churches, sometimes you get that experience mm-hmm. where even though you like work with God and you're like in a church and with people who love God, sometimes God seems farthest away in those experiences. Mm. But, um, but I, I've been really blessed in the past year to really feel his presence and, um, to feel him guiding me and, um, just nurturing that relationship of closeness with him and seeking him. Even when maybe he doesn't feel as close, it's, it's, easier to seek him in environments like grace where people around you are seeking him and pointing you to him Mm. in those hard times. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe kind of riffing on that, you know, those, those dry spells. I I imagine that, uh, you know, you, uh, and, and myself, and I would say others who work kind of, um, within the church context, I have feelings like this often, but, uh, it's not to say that, you know, uh, members, even of Grace Press, don't feel this as well. You know, in those dry spells, do you have any uh, wisdom, you know, as you kind of went through those f- for the members? Uh, did you do anything specific now? Or maybe now looking back on it, you think, man, this was, you know, this really helped me in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think something that's interesting for me in those dry spells is I usually 
am trying to look for something new when in reality I just need refreshment hmm. to remember yeah. God's grace and God's compassion. And I think what helps me most in those moments is to look back at scriptures that have helped me mm-hmm. in those same times of like dry right. period or hmm. um, just where there feels like there's a, you know, a vast area between you and God, I think what brings him closer is remembering the times mm-hmm. when you felt closest to him or um, remembering the times where you got through that dry spell and then felt his presence once again. Mm. So um, listening to songs that encourage my heart in that mm-hmm. direction and reading scripture and um, talking to people about it, I think that's really important because if you're just quiet about it, a lot of times... Um, you're you're lying about what's really going on yeah. and you're not able to actually mm. deal with it or you're not able to make it better or grow in that situation mm-hmm. so hmm. yeah very insightful yeah I, I agree that's uh i really liked how you said you know instead of looking for something new which i mean i, yeah, I feel like culturally you know ah just let's move on to the, a, a mm-hmm. new thing you know fresh start, you know all these kind of terminology and words that we like to use but to, to remember uh, the Lord's faithfulness. Absolutely. Because, like, in real life, you don't get do-overs, and you don't get to start over yeah. and start new. It's like, no, you've, you know, there's sin, and you are washed clean, um, but you still need to, like, remember that sin that you came from. Hmm. And so, you don't, it, it's a it's a fresh newness that you are a new person, but, mm-hmm. you know, you still have to remember that the person that you were and the life God has saved you from, you know? Hmm. And, um, it's, I think sometimes we want to just forget that ever happened. Oh yeah. I definitely (laughs) definitely do. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I don't have to forget anything though. Right. Cause I haven't done anything, uh, that would merit. No, of course. Um, (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe kind of speaking with that, you know, that gospel truth that you hold on to, you know, how, was it at an early age that, uh, you know, you kind of came into music and, and you know, maybe felt a call to be able to serve in that way, the church, or is this kind of later in life? Absolutely. I think I was really young. Um, hmm. I've always loved singing. Hmm. I wasn't always good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a kid, I just sang really loud and right. like, didn't care that's who perfect. heard. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and you know, that's, that's really an important part of worship is just having that like unamend, like unashamed, yeah. like love for God and mm-hmm. not, not being afraid to mm-hmm. just let it out. But, um, you know, as, as I've gotten older, just music has just sort of been this other means by which I can feel connected to God. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like praying in this deep sense. Um, and sometimes the words are written for you. And so it makes it even easier sometimes to, right. s- to just go into those words and, um, express your love for God by using those or, um, hmm. You know, some, sometimes I'll write my own songs and I'll, I'll feel it that way too. But um, it's just a neat, neat way to enter into God's presence um, and know He hears you. Hmm. Yeah, bringing that passion uh, to the here and now, do you have any um, advice uh, or counsel or wisdom for uh, the the congregation, you know, you you stand uh, up front every Sunday uh, as you you know help us uh, to sing. You lead worship uh, uh, as we sing praises to the Lord. Uh, do, have you noticed anything um, that we do well that we don't do well, or that you know what I mean? That you just uh, perceive not to not to put you on the hot seat, no, you no. know? But um, uh, no, I think um, as a congregation, we 
actually have a very gifted congregation because many congregations struggle with singing at all. Mm -hmm. And they tend to just listen. And I think just knowing that you're a part of that worship and being able to um, hear the people around you singing and enjoying the music. As musicians, that is the most important part when Mm -hmm. you're leading a congregation Hmm. is knowing that what you're doing is simple enough that everyone can enter into that conversation right. with God and that you're not like having a one-on-one and they feel awkward on yeah. the outside of yeah. it. Um, so, and I think our congregation is really good at that. When we learn new songs, they seem open to like just trying it, mm-hmm. whether they know the melody well or not. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been really encouraged by that because some congregations, it is like pulling teeth hmm. to get them to sing with you. Right. But um it really just shows the heart for the Lord that mm. the church has right now and how they um, are willing to sort of try anything mm-hmm. to speak to God. Yeah. And, may, yeah. may God grant us to be able to move forward like that. Absolutely. I, you know, I like, you know, what you said, uh, you know, to, to not make it a one-on-one, you mm-hmm. know, you and the Lord, but to help the congregation enter in, you know, f- for us all to be able to glorify the Lord together, uh, kind mm-hmm. of the one body mentality, the unity there. That was, right. uh, I, I agree that that's very important. I think that that's been something that uh, graced us well, especially with our music selection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of music selection, you've commented from the front before uh, that, you know, sometimes you plan it, sometimes you didn't even plan it, but then it goes so well, you know, with the words of Brandon, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, um, has that been encouraging to you uh, to see how the Lord works and, you know, and even mm-hmm. kind of planning out things like that? Absolutely. I think, it's really neat to see God working in that way because yeah. sometimes, I mean, there was a week, several months ago after Columbia had a flood here, um, that Brandon changed the topic of the sermon and mm-hmm. changed the scripture that he was preaching from. And I had no idea about that this would work out. I had no idea he even changed the scripture, but yeah. we were singing, um, how firm a foundation, I think, and there's a part that says the flood won't consume you or yeah. something in the right. in the lyrics, and it was just overwhelming how beautiful that mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. How I couldn't have planned that. Right. God totally just intervened and said, even though you picked these songs right. for this whole different right. scripture and sermon, <laughs> right. I'm going to work in it and make it beautiful and make it all work together in a way. Hmm. And I mean, I'm sure there will be Sundays where things maybe seem mismatched. I'm sure that's <laughs> going to happen, but um, it's just God helps us worship, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just like a great reminder of that, that even if the songs don't match, mm-hmm. like God's word still being spoken mm-hmm. and um, he's still being heard. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that's cool. Um, I guess that's just to say that we've been really blessed by like mm-hmm. him working through all of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it is uh, very encouraging to see how the Lord provides and continues to bless his people. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Uh, maybe taking a step back from, uh, from kind of, uh, worship in particular, uh, and, and back into, uh, a little more personal, um, for you, uh, Alderman, mm-hmm. your husband yeah, had the chance to meet him. A wonderful fellow. He is a wonderful fellow. <laughs> I would, I would like to know how you met. 
Okay. We, and uh, hopefully the congregation does too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we have been married for two years now, okay. but we met um, actually at an open mic night in Columbia. I was playing a show and he came up and introduced himself. Cool. And we, Bold. Yes, very bold. <laughs> and then he started playing at um, another church that I was playing in and was surprisingly at all my shows after that. And <laughs> <laughs> sort of stalked me for a while. Yeah. And then it just... Um, you know, we just kind of started dating, and it was magic, you know? It yeah. was a good thing. God was definitely in that, too. Um, because you'd expect, like, to meet the person you're going to marry in a church. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, mm. I tried that. It didn't really work. And yeah. God just brought this person to me out of the blue. Mm. And, you know, we, we actually had a lot of the same friends, and we just had never met, yeah. strangely enough. Mm. So. It, that's a that's such a great transition, um, such a cool story as well. But you know, it, it speaks also to uh, a, another part of your life where you know you, you're you're a musician, you're our uh, music director, uh, but you also you play in a band, you you play solo sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know how um, you know how do you integrate your Christian faith into uh, you know perhaps secular scenes uh you know wherever you might be it might not be at a church it might be at a church but you know is it do you just play christian music or you know is that is that weird you know do you uh try and live your faith Um, how does that work sometimes christian music gets involved but more more so it's about uh People are surprised by my lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think, more so than that. Um, why are you so weird? Yeah, why, <laughs> why are there boundaries in my life? And um, I think a lot of people see a strength in that that they want, and um, and that's all God that they're seeing. And so sometimes that opens up conversations in like unlikely places like bars and mm-hmm. um, other places. And, um, and I think just people being able to see... Um, reactions to thing, things. I, I play in a band with a, another guy who's a Christian, and mm-hmm. and he and I just had some equipment stolen, and we were able to just talk about it, but then also be like, you know what? We, we they're just things, yeah. And um, hmm. the equipment's replaceable. And when people hear you say things like that, their mind is blown. Yeah. And so yeah. you kind of get this opportunity to talk to them about how we have something more important hmm. going on in our lives. Yeah. And um, while we are musicians and that feels a lot like our identity, that's not what defines us. Like God is what defines us. And so um, hmm. I think, I think that that is also a, like just evident mm-hmm. when you look at Christians who play music outside of church. Um, you still see God in them. You mm-hmm. don't necessarily just see like, oh, they're just a musician. Hmm. Like there's something more there. Yeah, but, that's um, I mean that's really encouraging. You know, I think one of the hardest things for Christians. You know, someone put it so well to me one time. So they, you know, they became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, "Okay, I'm a Christian." Now what? Yeah. <laughs> How they, you know, that, that question of now what, you know, to live your life for the Lord and to, you know, that lifestyle, that worldview, you know, where you, uh, you're doing things where in a, in a crowd of, uh, perhaps people who don't believe or perhaps, uh, uh, who confess, but, you know, aren't sure what's going on, you know, that they, they can see that something is different about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not so hard then afterwards when they ask to yeah. say, oh, well, let me tell you, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's not always easy to, you know, live that example. Sometimes, yeah. um, you know, obviously humans, we 
like I fail all the time. At right. That. But um, what's great is I'm also blessed by um, the musicians that aren't Christians, and I, I get to see. Um, I mean, this sounds so sad, but I see some of their hopelessness, and I get to be grateful for what I do have. Hmm. And um, I'm learning from them and learning, you know, how to be better and how, or not better, but how to grow more Mm -hmm. in Christ because of how, what I see them going through. Hmm. And um, I think that's been a huge thing this year, Mm -hmm. especially because I've spent so much time in groups with people who aren't necessarily Christians and have just seen their sort of hopelessness and um, their need for something. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what that something is. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so blessed to know my something is God. And yeah. um, I don't know. I, th- I think that's that's what it comes down to is just that that knowledge of the need there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. yeah, and that's, I mean, that's always the at least for many of us, the toughest part too, where, you know, that we come to that crossroads where we see the need, um, they're looking for a need that they're being, um, someone who does not believe. Uh, and then, you know, having that frank conversation, that mm-hmm. can be difficult, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you're uh, really good friends. Right. Uh, and so I think that's, I think, you know, for me to say that, I think I'm meaning, you know, Co-workers, it doesn't just fit into the music scene, but this fits into all of our lives. Absolutely. And so to kind of be working through that, mm-hmm. um, hmm, that's powerful. Uh, as we kind of near the end of our our conversation, Kelly, uh, I appreciate you coming down and, and talking with me. I've been asking everyone this, and I would like to ask you as well. Right now, you've been here for a couple months. Uh, 2015 going on 2016 for Grace Presbyterian Church mm-hmm. what would you like to say to the congregation uh, a word of encouragement a word uh, perhaps even of exhortation you know ha- what would you like to see or what would you like to speak to them actually um I think right now the place that I'm at with grace I have been just super encouraged by everyone reaching out and mm-hmm. loving one another mm-hmm. and seeing people just band together kind of in, you know, welcoming new people, but, um, also just in like staying in people's lives. Hmm. And I think that's something that's beautiful is that I've met people that I've only known for four or five months and I feel like they're probably going to be really important to my Hmm. life, you know, Mm -hmm. going forward. And I think to just continue in that spirit of love and um, mercy and, like, reaching out to each other and kindness, it's been a really great blessing to me um, just to see these people who barely know me Mm -hmm. asking me how I'm doing and checking in to make sure I'm okay. And, Hmm. um, and yeah, I feel like I've made lifelong friends already. So I I think continuing in that um, will be important to Hmm. Grace. So. The love of Christ unifies, mm-hmm. uh, that's for sure. Uh, maybe maybe an ending to another ending. Yes. I've heard that that our that our worship team uh, 
is actually going almost full on orchestra. We've got a flautist <laughs> section. Uh, Alderman plays uh, some kind of epic instrument, the cello, right? Yes. Um, we've got guitar. I've seen you play the banjo. We have a mandolin, and you know, I've heard, I've heard the uh, that he is one of the world's greatest mandolinists. Can you can you confirm that Will Jordan uh, is actually? Did he put you up to this? Uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny that I had lunch with him just before this. Will is an awesome mandolin player. Yes, he is. He really is. Um, we we have many instruments. Uh, are, we are we going to have like some kind of crazy, epic instrumental orchestra in the next year? Maybe <laughs> anything could happen. I um, love it. We we have a lot of talented people in Grace, and I feel like they should all be up there yeah. at one point. Okay. Now, how we'll put microphones on all of the craziness? Right. I mean, yeah. Well, you you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Douglas said that we will have a Grace Presbyterian Orchestra. Email Brandon or call him at any time or any hour if you would like the orchestra. All right, Kelly. Yes. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.